The audio might sound a little bit different today because it's so hot out. We have to record downstairs. A lot of houses in the Northwest don't have AC in them. And on hot days like this, does not work out well. Yeah, there might be a little bit of an echo. We haven't recorded down here in a really long time, so we're not too sure how it's going to turn out. Like back when we had 20 listeners, we used to record down here. And if you're still listening to us, you're truly the MVP. You dealt with the worst audio possible. At times, the mic wasn't even plugged in. Oh, yeah. We were going through some growing (laughs) pains for sure. Uh, For sure. So I appreciate you. I'm pretty sure the audio was actually being recorded by the laptop. Yeah, for like four episodes. Awful. Today we're covering Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 2. I did not write down the episode name, I'm so sorry. A couple of initial thoughts. So I personally have not watched any previews for this season. So at the beginning of the episode, when they showed kind of a flash forward, I guess you can call it, of what's to come and the fights and the drama that happens, I was surprised. I really try to avoid all that stuff because I feel like... Did you see this one? No, because I feel like it hinders your opinion or you're like, oh, I can tell what's going to happen because I saw one bad scene. I'm like, eh, I just want to get my thoughts without seeing previews. Everyone hates each other is how I took it. And you know why they hate each other? Because no one's staying married. Zero for five, staying with it. I really thought Ben and, and Morgan were going to be a for sure. But while we were watching the episode... I kind of, my mind started shifting to, I don't actually think he's going to be into her. Oh yeah, you did say that. So you think just, just based on type of person, you don't think that they would really Um, mesh. I don't know if that's what Ben's looking for. But they're both really physical. I mean, as far as like fit, going to the gym, all that stuff. I get it. I I don't know. Something with the vibe just makes me feel like they're not going to be into each other. I didn't like a lot of the men's suits this episode. I felt a lot of them were shiny or patterned and maybe better for a nighttime wedding. Middle of the day, max shine. Not the best for me. Now, very biased. I wear only dark colored clothes, so maybe this is in. It's interesting. The individual we probably will end up liking the least probably chose the suit that we enjoyed the most? Yes, I like a classic black white suit and I hate the person that picked it. Is it bad that I think Mitch is just gonna be a basic B? Yeah, he's annoying as hell. He walked in, he's, he's like- He's so demanding. He's like, yeah, let's uh, let's try a few. Uh, I'm thinking a uh, black suit, white shirt, you know, something like you, well, well fitted. He's like, nope, this is the one. And that was it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll try a few, but he's like, nah, I'm good. Honestly, that was kind of how you picked your tux. I guess, but I wasn't- But you weren't with anyone. You were just like, yep, this one looks nice. Yeah, and I kind of, I already- <laughs> I already kind of knew what I was going for. I definitely was not rocking the colors. No, I I'm think, not pro colors. Honestly, I would not myself wear the colors, but I thought Miguel's actually looked kind of dope. I, I thought it was I cool. would have liked a more basic neutral, but again, I'm very biased. Don't take my opinion. The decor was really stepped up this season, significantly better than last season. All of the twinkle lights at Alexis and Justin's wedding were so sweet. I loved it. Yeah, they, I'm all about they, lighting and really low lighting. They looked out with doing the night wedding, the nighttime. Yes. Because it looks looks really good. Mm-hmm. And one final thought before we get into the couples. I didn't feel like either Nate or Miguel really kind of greeted the person walking their bride down the aisle well enough. 
So I liked in past seasons when... They kind of acknowledged the parent. Or they would the acknowledge the parent or they would say hello to the bride's side and say, hi, I'm this. It's so nice to meet you. But there really was just tunnel vision. And I'm wondering, I mean, you could always cop it up to nerves. Yeah. Uh, so I, I can't judge I, too much. I can't imagine being in their position. No. I would probably miss a lot of I'm not beats. talking to anyone. Yeah, I'd miss a lot of beats. I'd be you know, very focused. Just sweating, don't, you know, personally. Don't mess up. Don't mess <laughs> up. Don't, you know, that kind of thing. Can't, so I can't knock them too much. So you guys know how last week we had a whole rant about Stacy naming her daughter Stasia? Well, that's not her name. I'm so sorry. So her name is Stasha. So Stasha. remember that. I think the spelling, I was concentrating so hard on the spelling that this episode I really paid attention to when her friends, family, when she introduced herself. So heads up, it's Stasha. The wedding day has arrived and Stasha says that she's going to be a whole wife, not a half wife, not a partial wife, not a third of a wife, a whole wife. We did hear this in the last season as well. Later in the episode, she says that she's going to be a real wife, which also threw me off. But I can't talk too much shit because (laughs) I remember my friend having a kid and I was like, wow, you have a whole ass kid. So, (laughs) So, I mean, maybe it's like the same thing. I really liked mom's advice when her and Stasha were getting ready. She was very understanding. She talked about how first impressions were essentially not everything. Give it time. Get to know the person. Mom was just really sweet and encouraging, and she didn't play up any fears. It was really nice. It's good advice because it's almost like don't let that stop you from going through this process a la, you know, Chris and Alyssa, like... Yeah, the first impression might not be that thing you had in your mind, but honestly, most likely it's not going to be for any couple. Yeah, exactly. Just go through the process and give this person a chance. What would your gift be if you were in this situation? It's definitely got to be something that shows off my character. It would be a Gundam one The bad gift is like Gundam comic book. That's (laughs) But that's you. Um, Yes, but... Let me think. Let me think. But yeah, I agree. Do not give your wife to be that you don't know a mm. Gundam or a comic book. Ooh, ooh, uh, concert tickets. <gasps> so good. Yeah. Oh, but something, also gamble. Something, but but, but a gamble. You would know a lot. Also, you would pick something that maybe is, is is not. I wouldn't say generic, but maybe like a like a like a Tame Impala, something that a lot of people could really get into. Maybe not something niche. I still think it's risky because you're ri- picking a concert but, that you want to go to, not the other person because but, you don't know them. But they'll be like, oh, wow, this person likes to go out. They go to, go to concerts and stuff. That's some, Or you, they'll be like, I don't like to do this. You're like, well, that's something I really like to do. So I know yes. this is probably not going to work. Hmm. My first initial one is kind of lame, like a gift card to go to national parks. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean, you know, like, what, what is a good first gift? Like, I really liked Bows. I thought Bows was really cool. Yeah, like we, we always talk about, like, you rather have experiences over, like, Her- a gift. So if you give that's them an experience. where my that's- mind went with the national parks. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm all about experiences. Don't give me things. Yeah. Okay, so my final answer would probably be something like concert tickets. That's pretty good. Something like that. But they both gave each other different types of cameras to capture their next adventures. Cute, cute. Do you think it's set up? It was real um, similar. Like, here's my here's my thing. Not necessarily set up, but maybe they give the brides and grooms only like five things to pick from. Uh, I hope not. Uh, I don't. I would say no. It's not set up. 
You know why I think that? Why? Because everything's a product placement in this show. And so I assume you now have five is. things. Now it is. They're advertisements. We were clearly advertising Polaroids and this adventure camera. Yeah, now it's product placement. Like, oh my God. I was listening to some of your podcasts and just everyone's just shitting on the whole James <laughs> Allen thing because we're just listening to a commercial. Yeah. I kind of wish they got their rings at the altar. Now, I get the point of it. You come with your engagement ring and then you're going to put the wedding band on. But I kind of wish the whole thing was a surprise. Because Here's it, the man. Here's the kinda, ring. Everything. Um, there's no special moment around giving someone exactly. the wedding band. Exactly. Your mom handing it to you. Yeah. That, I don't like that's that. That's odd. Or your best friend. Just get it all at the altar. And what's the point? You're going to be wearing this for maybe like 20 minutes before you meet the groom. Yeah. Or, or the, See, the bride. See, just do it up there. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the groom. Like, I don't know. It, it takes away from that moment. Maybe you can alter their wedding ceremony so that they sort of have like this dual ring thing going on. Yeah. See? Yeah. Same page. So first look. They're both all smiles. It was very sweet. There is a physical attraction immediately. But then we get into family introductions. Little rough on this couple for both of them, in my opinion. So Nate's family says there will never be a dull moment. He's spontaneous, likes adventure, and enjoys sunsets. But uh, he's also a freak in the sheets. Why would you? Mm, why would you say this? And why does your family know that? Do you just talk instantly about would be turned off? You just talk about your experiences with your friends and, and family what you like, like yeah, and that it's freaky, like too much. I would be embarrassed as the bride, just getting to know you, and you're just. You're all out there. I have a question. Some of your pods, they kind of mentioned that, and I didn't get this when I first watched uh, the initial episodes. Do you think Nate's going to be like a con man, kind of? I don't. Okay. I don't really think so. I mean, I think his personality is a little unique, but I don't necessarily see him being a con man. Mm -hmm. Like, what would he con? Is he lying about his income? Is he lying about what he does? I don't personally see that. I mean, he's very open. Yes, I used to do some things that weren't great. Okay, well, isn't that everyone? So I don't hold that much judgment. I guess I was thinking more of, it seems like Stasha is very much like legit about what she does yes. as far as her career. I don't know how deep into what Nate does, how experienced he is with it. It almost seems like he fell into what he's currently doing. But isn't like, that everyone at some like point? I, but, I don't know. But I could say during pandemic times, like a lot of people went into day trading. Like I'm not sure how invested he is into it. I, okay. hope, I, hope, I hope he's pretty like into it. And it's. But he also does software sales. That's yeah, not his only thing. True. True. So that's a legit job. Yeah. Maybe he's doing that thing where he's working like two jobs during the day, throughout the day. Exactly. He gets up at what? 5, 530. Starts mm -hmm. off at 430. Yeah, do you only do day trading like in the morning because East Coast time and then you switch over to your sales job? How does that all so. work? I think, I think he's doing like some concurrent shit like at the same time or something. Probably. Or like he has like a separate PC doing day trading while he's like on a call doing some sales shit. I, I don't know. But I, I do like that they were into each other. They were. I think he's he a little too advanced. Like he's progressing a little too quickly for me. Oh, I have lots of thoughts. Hang on though. We also find out he's a big brain. He would rather talk about aliens and the Mandela effect rather than the average small talk. It's now funny. We, had, we had family over like a month ago. And all we talked about ago. was the Mandela we, effect. We talked about the Mandela effect for like two fucking hours. <laughs> Many drinks were had before then. And then we just sat here for until like 2 a.m. Just talking about the Mandela effect. It was great. But would it be a part of my vows? 
and what I would want people to know about me. Probably not. Those are one of the things you find out later on. Like you get to know them. You talk about things. You bring things up. I personally would not bring up aliens and Mandela effect as like a first date, though I do enjoy talking about those things. I could see you bringing that up. First date? I don't Um, know about first date. But definitely bring it up because I do talk about all those things. Maybe not first date. Yeah, maybe not first date. We should just have a whole pod about my theories and space and Mandela effects. That'll be the pod. Conspiracy that, that'll, be, that'll be the pod that blows up. It's Oh, no. I can't run a theories. whole pod of that. Give me my shitty reality TV. Honestly, we might think something's weird, but I have a feeling a lot of folks were into the same shit. Probably. Like We just don't talk about it. Like killer documentaries and oh. all that shit. Like awkwardly we're all into the same thing like that exactly okay also nate can be a devo which i think is more concerning than anything i think because it's a red flag for me personally it could never be with a devo but maybe she's okay with that do you think she's a little bit of a diva herself yes absolutely and so two of them together i thought it was weird how she reacted when she heard that because you might be a little bit of a diva yourself. But I think two of them probably Mm. don't Mm. work well. So maybe she wants to be the only diva in the relationship. I see what you mean. Yep. Okay. During Stasha's introduction, her family says that she is the definition of an independent woman. She graduated college with two degrees, purchasing and renovating multiple properties to generate multiple incomes, securing generational wealth. She is the boss Be prepared. She will always have her eye on you. And she sleeps with her eyes open. She's taken that saying of keeping one eye open real, real intense, physically keeps both eyes open. Does that mean, because they're always foreshadowing, that Nate's going to end up doing some shady shit? Maybe. I mean, if the bachelor party is any indication, then maybe. But again, I mean, I think he just got wrapped up in the moment. I didn't like it, but... It says, I don't know, your face right now. So you think it was more than just getting wrapped up in the moment. Like, this is who he truly is, and he is... I think this is who he is. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I guess you're right, because the other guys didn't get carried away at all. They were very neutral about the situation. They were having a good time, hanging out with their friends, and it wasn't demanding a stripper get on her knees. Also, wasn't a fan of the way he said it? No, yeah. It's kind of... A little too much. It was kind of weird. I thought their vows to each other were nice, but I did not tear up. And I usually tear up at everyone's vows. So I don't know what that means. Does that mean you just weren't quite into it? I think so. So the kiss was nice. It was gentle, but there was a little bit of weird body language from Nate. If you caught it, it was a nice kiss. They both leaned in. It was great. But he had his right arm across him in between him and Stasha. So you take that. Almost like a barrier kind of thing? Yes. Now... I do no research on body language. Just what I noticed. So it could mean nothing, but I thought it was something. Could be something. I did not love Nate listing all of the features he likes about her in his interview immediately. Rub me the wrong way. He likes that she's tall, thin, beautiful, has lots of hair and nice teeth. That's weird. Don't, don't list her as like an item, a checklist. Don't do that. So this is where uh, a little bit of Isaac comes in on this season. He asks her. What did you think when you walked down the aisle? Did you find me attractive? Stop. Like hunting? Yeah, don't fish for compliments on the day of your wedding. It's weird. Just let someone be naturally attracted to you and grow that connection. Something that they barely touched on, but it kind of stood out to me was 
when they talked about how much does she or like are you tidy and she's, she's like a neat she's freak. like i'm a total neat freak like almost basically to a, it's, it's a problem yeah. and he's like well i have messy quirks about me and yes I'm like, Ooh, that's definitely gonna be a i would lie and also be like i'm super clean uh, that'd be like, I w- I'm going to become clean. I'm going to be. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, I know that oh, about oh, you now. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'll su- step yeah. it up. Yeah, I'm super clean. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm picking up I'm all lying my shit. immediately. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to admit that I have messy corks. I have a feeling that's going to be an area of contention. Agreed. During their pictures, Nate is wrapping his arms around Stasha's waist. He says, that's a small waist. I like that. I really like that. Yeah, he's, Stop. He, he's. You weirdo, stop. You're you're making yourself weirdo. Like, I gave he's, you a lot of grace. He's making it a little gross, a little weird, yeah. It's like items. Like, this woman is Honestly, not an item for we, you. we say that, but there's probably ladies out there that are like, no, I want my future man to boost me up like that. No, I love that. Yes, as a woman, I would love to hear that, but I don't want to hear that date one. Like, that's what I take this as. Like, yes, you're marrying this person, but this is the first time you've met them. Mm-hmm. Save that for a weekend. Save that for the honeymoon for, I don't know, when you're about to have your first sexy time. Something. I don't know. I don't want to hear that one hour into meeting you. When Stasha's getting interviewed, she says through tears that she hasn't been this happy in a really long time. And it's going to be an amazing story to tell our great-grandchildren. Oh, no. Oh, no, girl. Don't. No. Ooh, oh. that's, that's a little too powerful for me. Uh, I Don't. love that she's so open and she's honest and she's ready for this experience and she's really happy to be married. But, oh, uh, man, I just think Nate needs a little caution going into I don't want her to get hurt. I know. And I think she's being like real her. vulnerable for day zero. Uh, yes, exactly. In Nate's interview, he says, she looks good as fuck. So I'm concerned. I gave Nate a lot of grace at the beginning, kind of. I just wanted to come in with like a clear conscience and see what he said and how he acted. And he's he's digging himself in deeper with me. Maybe other people, it's fine. But I don't want to hear all that as if I was in that situation. I'm not an object for you. I really like Alexis and Justin. They are so cute together. I really want them to work. I hope I'm wrong about this zero for five and that we at least see Justin and Alexis together because they both just seem so cute together. Did you know she's been proposed to three times? Don't worry. She's, she let us know again. The, this is going to go on probably for half the season. I'm hoping that they just keep making her say it or asking about it. Same right. with, I mean, everyone else. I mean, we're talking about people's exes over and over again. Okay, oddly enough... They were really into each other. They're so cute. I, oh, God, I'm hoping they work. I know. God, I'm hoping they work. They were being real lovey-dovey. I mean, yeah. like, they were kissing. They were doing nice dances together. She says, we're going to grow old in front of you. You're going to see. I'm so excited. and I'm so glad I held out. It might be all worth it. Justin was so happy in his interview. He said he's glowing like a Christmas tree. That's exactly how you want your man to feel about you. We're not talking about my waist or anything, just that I make you glow. Mm. That's exactly what I want to hear. The chest bump picture was a little much for me. A little weird. I was very scared that he was going to just topple her over. Justin says, I'm going to fall in love with her. And during their first dance, he moved away for just a moment and said, I want a moment to just look at you. So sweet. He's laying it on thick right now. I love it. He's laying it on thick. And then I'm brought back down to reality real quick. He mentioned that he has been celibate for the last year and a half. Alexis could not believe this, is shocked, yells out to her friend, he's celibate. 
Why is that a bad thing? I think she immediately took it the wrong way. I think she took it as he's celibate right now and he's going to be celibate for the next year. So you're also not going to get any D for the next year. When really it's just, I haven't met someone and I'm just, you know, taking it slow is how I took it. You know, as soon as they talk about it, it's going to be a non-issue. Yeah, but I didn't like that she yelled it out. That was a bit weird. It's just something between you guys. Something he's currently doing, and I'm sure uh, he has no problem having a good time with you. That means fucking. (laughs) Yes, guys, it is. So, I need to clue you in on what assholes me and Leon are out in public. So when we go to a restaurant, specifically a bar, I would say more, where it's kind of rowdy, people are getting loud. Both of our ears tend to catch when people have unique laughs. And we give each other this look like, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. And then we both crack up to ourselves. It's not a good good thing. You should just let people enjoy their joy, you know? We're fucking evil. If you have a funny laugh, I'm laughing at you. Internally. But I'm laughing at you. Morgan's laugh is uh, one that we would point out at the bar. Oh, God. It was like, I can't even mimic it. It was so unique. We paused, we looked at each other immediately. Oh, I had to replay that shit. This is one of the laughs that would catch our ear at a bar. So while we don't see them get married yet, we do see them get ready, kind of do the prep work for the wedding. Ben says it's important for his mom to approve of his wife and that he wouldn't mind if she had the personality of his mother. Stop, stop, stop. No woman, no partner on this earth wants to be compared to your mother. What do you think about them sort of uh, delay, you know, delaying their marriage due to Ben having COVID. And like, how do you think that's going to impact their relationship? So initially when Dr. Pepper called Morgan, I thought she was going to tell her that Ben backed out. That's what I thought. That's what I thought as well. So I, COVID wasn't even on my mind at this point. I thought we were going to see this poor woman have to get like a backup man for this wedding or something. Honestly, him getting COVID really sucks. And I thought her reaction was very sweet. She said, I just want to make sure he's okay. I want to know that my future husband is okay. It was a sweet reaction. I'm bummed that they don't get to have their wedding kind of in the same timeline as everyone else, which means they'll have to join the honeymoon late and possibly have less of a honeymoon because I think it's really important to get to know each other within that time frame. It's the first nights you spend together. It's how you see them interact with other people. Do you think because they won't have to do all of the random shit on the honeymoon with the other couples, their honeymoon might be more of a traditional honeymoon, actually? It might actually be nicer. So I don't like this switch of this being a reality show about marriage, but also friendships. I liked it when it was more separate in the previous seasons. Yes, we had... The couples retreat and things like that, but it wasn't every week doing an activity together. It wasn't this big combined honeymoon. Yes, it's cool to see people build friendships, but that's not why I'm here. So I really hope this actually plays in their favor. They get to know each other without all the distractions. They don't have to fly together with the whole group. They get their own separate flights, enjoy each other. I think it's less pressure. I'm surprised because this is edited post. And I don't know how the future, like the next episode or the episode after are going to play out. But even though they're delayed by two weeks, possibly, you could still cut the editing to say, you know what I mean? So you could still yeah. experience their stuff. I think because they would have to explain why they're not on the flight, why they're not packing but, to get on the flight, why they're not traveling with the group. Because but, we always but, see them on the same flight. 
It adds a little spice to their story, I guess, is what they're trying to convey. Now, uh, all I'm saying is, when people get COVID on this show, they typically don't stay married. So, I'm Are just you, saying, take that, what, that with what you will. Is that your prediction? I, I'm just saying, it's the pattern. That's okay. all. Okay. Also a pattern. The men doing their self-filming when they have COVID always have to have their shirt off. I don't get it. He wasn't doing an arm he thing, He wasn't doing was the arm okay. thing of Zach, okay. but okay. shirt was still off. It's fucking hot, COVID man. makes you COVID, hot. man. You got that fever. You know, you gotta <laughs> fucking cool down. Then we see Miguel and Lindy. Just right off the bat, they're both extremely attractive people. So together, they're going to be so cute. That was my initial thought. Do you think it was a prerequisite to match a PhD with a PhD? I don't think it was a prerequisite, but I think it was a main point of why they were matched, which kind of bothers me. Because what if neither one of them cared if their partner had a PhD? That was just something that they earned. Okay. I don't want to judge mass, but I don't know how many PhDs are really submitting themselves to the show. Yes. I don't want that to make like Lindy's pool smaller because they felt they needed to give her a PhD. So I don't know. And we don't know what they asked for. Maybe Maybe they they were like, yeah, I need someone with a higher education. Right, right. I do hope they work out. It seems like initially, while I thought him taking a D&D dice was a bit corny, it doesn't seem like it's going to bug her that much. I have thoughts on that. But first we see them try on tuxes, dresses. I'm really happy Lindy did not get that dress with the sleeves. Not my thing. Does not look good. We would die if we took a shot every time her friend in the snakeskin boots said like. Holy shit. That is her crutch word. I don't know fashion like that, but I'm not trusting your opinion if you're wearing them snakeskin boots. No, I don't mind it with the all black. Kept everything real mute, then you have your pop of texture and color. Down. No? Not down. Okay. (laughs) Thankfully her friends did save her. Don't take that one because you look like a fucking church ornament like no yeah well uh, they wanted to put her on top of the christmas tree right right we see miguel getting ready for the wedding and he said his last meal as a single man was two snickers and oreos i'm so envious of his metabolism if i ate that in one sitting one i'm just gonna crash due to the sugar and two i'm gonna gain 10 pounds instantly Their initial reaction was really sweet. They actually gave each other hugs, which I thought was really nice. They both were all smiles and seemed genuinely happy. Lindy had short vowels, and I do think that Miguel's was a little better. I'm really They were more emotional to me. I'm really gonna be interested to see how how they convey their emotions and if they're gonna be a couple where they sort of speak through their issues like hey let's sit down let's have a conversation why isn't this working how can i help you i want to know if they get to that point here's my prediction already miguel will be that he is very good with his words he has no problem talking about his emotions he likes being romantic he writes poetry for goodness sake no problem with his emotions i don't think I'm wondering if because of how Lindy was raised, because she couldn't dance, she couldn't talk about her emotions, she couldn't let her emotions be known, is that going to be a big issue in this relationship? Is she's not telling him when she's sad, mad, angry, anything, or what she needs, and then maybe just blows up or doesn't say anything at all. I can see that being an issue. Lindy is super excited in her interview after marrying Miguel, and she says that she has a hot husband. They about to get freaky. <laughs> they, they are going to get a little freaky. Oh, they had a great first kiss. Both leaned in. He held her face. It was beautiful, romantic. I absolutely loved the first kiss. 
Then they get to know each other after the wedding, and Miguel immediately thinks it's the appropriate time to bring out a D20. Too soon, too soon. Let this come out on the honeymoon when you guys move in together, when you see his collection of D20s. I didn't think he needed to bring it out this soon. I feel like you and I need to play some D&D so we can get a little bit more perspective of how committed folks are to this game. My good friend is a... What do you call it? The person that it's runs like the game. Grandmaster. She's a yes. dungeon master. Or something She's like a that. dungeon master. And so she told me that anytime that we want to play that she'll run a game for us. So I'm just saying, if we want to get into it, we have a source. Oh, I'm down. Okay. I'm down. I just I'm gonna have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Same, but that's okay. If kids can play it, we can do it. Alright. They're both super cute. They're really excited to travel together. With their work schedule, Miguel works remote and just needs an internet connection. And Lindy sounds like she has a lot of flexibility, can kind of work for a block at a time and then take a block off. So good for them. They're both really excited to travel. And that's what I'm worried about with Ben and Morgan. Right. It seems like... Is he going to want to? It seems like Ben's on the save everything i possibly can so i could retire early mm-hmm. which for him would be like 40 or something but that seems like the only goal yeah he's not is. he's not enjoying the journey is what i feel like that's an interesting thought because let's say you wanted to do all this traveling and you know obviously folks that are 40 they're super young super active but i don't know just visually like you know do i want to go to tokyo when i'm 25 26 or, when you're or do i want to go when i'm like 45 48 like i don't know like Oh, I would take that still over retire. Well, I guess that is his goal, retirement age, excuse me. Now, I just don't see this working at all for Mitch and Kristen. Uh, Mitch is going down for me real quick. I want nothing to do with him. I have no interest in watching him. I'm over him. This was it. He is a walking red flag. He totally lied to the fucking experts. Because there's no fucking way he showed this side of himself no. when he was going through the process. I'm wondering if he's super calm, cool, collected, confident, and then as soon as one thing doesn't go his way, that's when his he's, true self comes out. He's the dude who wants to save the world, but he's kind of an asshole while trying to do it? Yeah, exactly. Like not. Um, he's not nice. Okay, you told me, and I, I totally miss this and I apologize, but you told me the whole waiter thing. Yes, he will cause a scene in a restaurant if they do not fill his glass in an appropriate amount of time. All right, here's my thoughts. Here's Fuck my that. Thoughts. Here's my thoughts. The, that little phrase tells me so much about yourself. Because when, when folks go out to a restaurant to with their spouse or family, they're, they're trying to go for a nice moment. Usually everyone's fairly nice to the wait staff, right? Especially if you have a big crew, uh, big group. But you are impeding in everyone else's moment by causing a scene or, you know, when you're talking to a waiter like, hey, man, I've been waiting, you know, 20 minutes yeah. for another water and people are around you and it kind of makes them uncomfortable. The vibe is completely you, off after The vibe that. is off. They're like, oh, that's kind of weird. We're having a good time. But this guy's obviously an asshole and he's kind of mad. So you don't care about other people's feelings. You're not mature enough to know not to make a scene. Like yeah. we're in a lot of cultures, it's like keep your shit to yourself. Don't fucking yeah. put it on other people. That really and obviously you don't respect the wait staff. Exactly. Which that's like a I human can't being. respect someone that doesn't respect others. The perfect example, not saying we reacted appropriately to this, but when me and Leon were traveling a couple of years ago, we went into a little hole in the wall restaurant. 
everyone's getting service really quickly, and me and Leon never got waited on. They ta- seated we're us. Like, we're talking like 40 minutes. It, it was an awkwardly long time. People sat down after us, got their food, and had left already. And I kept trying to be like, I'm sorry, you know, like, wave, not waving my hand, but like putting my hand up, like as if I was like slightly raising my hand, and I was ignored, and I assume it was because we were foreigners. I could not imagine causing a scene is what I'm getting to. It sucked. I hated it. I was pissed off, but I just politely get up, push my chair in and leave. Like I'm not going to yell at anyone. Yes. I wish I didn't wait 40 minutes. I should have waited 20 minutes and then got the hint. But so just, just don't do it is what I'm long story short. Don't be an asshole. Which is funny. Cause we left that place and we walked down the street and there was like another spot. And that it had a very t- similar it was, food. It was totally fine. Very nice. They recommended certain wines to us. We had a great night. Plum wine is delicious, oh, yeah, we learned. Yeah, yeah, it was the plum wine spot. Like, yes. it's it's weird. Like, that place gave us such a bad vibe and just a little walk down the street. I mean, I'm telling you, little walk. I'm talking like three buildings down. <laughs> yeah, had a great night. They were so nice. So Mitch and Kristen were matched because of their passion for their work and their value for family. But she still hasn't told her dad that they're getting married, and he snaps at his brother a lot. So was this just a value they thought sounded good? Is it bad that they both have these really... They both have these quirks that aren't great. I don't want to say like bad backgrounds, but they have um, spending all of your life savings on some destination wedding. I don't know if that's the smartest thing to do. But you did that, and then you put yourself in a big hole. But then she did say that she's been dreaming of her wedding her entire life. So that's why. You hate when people mention this. Okay. The only reason I hate it is because it's completely opposite of me. Never dreamed of a wedding. Never dreamed of getting married. Honestly, I thought I was going to be 30, 40 years old, have my own place, maybe adopt a cat, maybe adopt a kid, and that was going to be my life. Relationships and marriage were so low on my expectations for my life or plans for my life, I guess. You, and then good you, old Leon came but along, but still. But you're more, most likely on the minority of that thinking. Yes, because and so I don't like, want to say... It seems like a lot of ladies out there, they do really think about this moment. Exactly. And so I don't want to say, oh, you're dumb for thinking that. No, it's just so opposite of what I thought for my life. And also it's easy for me to say now as someone that's been in a relationship for so long... Hey, and, and props then, to her, though, because they had a big party for her wedding anyway. They did. I, I did they love did. that. But then, then she mentions that she's a giant daddy's girl, and I'm like... Yeah, but then... Yeah, that makes no not, sense. But you're not going to tell your dad? That's fucking weird. It's such a crossover issue between her and Thais from 90 Day. They both claim they're daddy's girls, they are close to their fathers, and then neither one of them want to tell them they're getting married. Is it just I'm, they don't want to disappoint them because they've... She's setting herself up for failure in a huge way. Yes. Because you can either tell him as soon as you knew, which was in t- two weeks ahead of time. Yes. And he which could have said, I think this is dumb. I think you're a beautiful woman. You have so many opportunities. But the thing with telling them two weeks prior is they have those two weeks to digest and reconsider. But you're telling them the day of. You don't have what? any they, time. They could say, you know what? Yeah, I've come around. I think it's still a bad idea, but I'm obviously going to support you. I'm your father. Versus the day of, even if your dad does support you, it already seems from previews, you're going to be have an emotional moment. But that's what you're building up to by waiting till the last minute. She caused herself all those emotions and stress because not only do you have the regular stress of getting married at first sight, but now you have to tell your father. Awful. 
Mitch shows up to get ready for the wedding and he has a bunch of band-aids on his head. So he cut his head surfing, but it seems like it's already healed over. At least it has a scab. Mm -hmm. Why are we still wearing band-aids? Why did you wear a really dumb band-aid for the actual ceremony? It's not bleeding. Put liquid bandage on it. Do anything to not have to wear a random band-aid on your head. Red flag number one is he has super short hair, but he brought his own hairstylist. I didn't understand. I was confused immediately. And then it quickly rolled downhill. What was the haircut supposed to be? A fade? A bald fade? I think... Because I just... It seemed why would like, you not just shave it, it all off? It seemed like he was just going to get it shortened all the way around. As but far not as bald. Head. That's what pissed him off number one. I guess. Dude, just shave your head. But, but then he was complaining about the beard. He was like... No, I, I don't wear it this short. This isn't who I am. I already feel uncomfortable. Like, I'm sorry she I'm like, made you look better. I was like, dude, you're fucking 41. You've been shaving your beard probably since you were fucking high school. You probably know what guard you use yes. to trim your beard. Why don't you just tell the barber, hey, can I get a two guard on my yes. beard? Can I get a three guard on my yes. beard? Like, you're fucking 41, dude. Don't. The, the barber was just trying to make you look good. And yeah, sorry. To be honest, they kind of did. Because you looked <laughs> a lot less. better. looked a lot less scruffy. I don't know, just a it lot just of shit about him. It just blew up. It was, he was really mean to the stylist. And then he was mad that people were trying to console him and make him feel better. Like, mm-hmm. that pissed him off, too. And then, because they didn't know how to tie a bow tie, he's freaking out on them. But why can't he tie a bow tie? I'm like, yeah, why are you getting mad at someone for trying to do something you don't even know how to do? Yep. They're, they're how just about you to watch a YouTube video and figure it out instead of it making it everyone else's fault? Do you think this has been his whole life? Yes, and that's why he doesn't commit. That's why so, he's never so, been in a long-term so where, relationship. So where he is in life is everyone else's fault. Of course. Mm. And I could never be with someone like that. One, you're a brat. And two, uh, your problems are because of everyone else. No. We're watching you closely, Mitch, but right now, man... No, I'm fully out on him. I don't need to see anything else. You're an asshole. I feel so bad for Kristen. She already had a shit relationship. It if, ended okay. horribly. She and then we like you're with this guy. She seems like a strong personality. Yeah. What if she like puts him in his place? No, he would never allow that. Ever. Know. He would fight back. They're going to have some massive blow ups. It's going to suck. Do you think she's just not going to be into him? Not after she sees his personality. She might be into him initially, an initial meeting. and But as soon as one thing goes wrong, let's say someone gave him the wrong beer at the, the reception. He's going to be a little asshole. Then we see Kristen finally tell her dad he's shocked as any parent would be. He says that she's insane. And I mean, what did she expect? I don't think the dad's being too crazy here. I think he's just genuinely shocked that this is even happening. Also, what show did she tell him that she was going to be on? They're like, we're on a matchmaking special. Just uh, Probably, actually. And the, now she's saying, the, no, it's a legally binding marriage. It's right. not like, just a oh, um, Okay, that makes sense. They, they need you for a scene. You know, a a father-daughter interview thing. (laughs) Actually, I'm getting married. Anything else for this episode? No, I mean, just... I mean, that's what these shows are, man. They're just tire fires. Yeah. They're just tire fires, and we love it, and we're going to keep watching. Uh, Mitch, I need you to turn it around in a huge, huge way. I need you to pretty much be a different person, Mitch. Like, Mitch, right now, you're like the worst dude on the show. Also, I owe an apology to the official Married at First Sight Twitter page. I was bullying you multiple times. We were going in on them. (laughs) They kept posting like, oh, are you excited for the episode? And so I would just post Jasmina memes of her rolling her eyes. So 
Apologies to them. The episode was not three hours. It was two, and that is... Thank God. I mean, my, I would rather bad. one, let's be honest, my but I'll take two. I can't sit down so long. I can't do three. I Absolutely do, I not. I can't do three. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and do something for yourself. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Bye.